Introducing Pastor Ramon and Mrs. Aurora Canals, Part 2. Editorial Note Pastor Ramon J. Canals is the newly elected General Conference Ministerial Association Secretary, and Aurora Canals is the newly elected General Conference Associate Ministerial Secretary for Pastoral Families. This is a part two of a two-part interview. Anthony Kent, Ramon and Aurora, what is your greatest joy in ministry? Ramon J. Canals, for me, it's winning souls. The happiest time in my whole ministry is when I'm in the baptistry baptizing a person. That's the greatest joy for me. Aurora Canals. Mine was when I worked with Ramon in evangelism in Oregon. It was really nice. It was a lot of work. I used to tell him, I work harder than you, because when you have 50 people coming to your meetings, I have 100 kids coming to the meetings. I did a lot of Bible lessons for those kids, and that was really very rewarding. Anthony Kent with your experience as an elder, Ramon, and Aurora as a deaconess, what would you like to say to this very significant group in our church today? Is there something on your heart that you'd like to say to elders, deacons, and deaconesses? Remote Canals Yes, the first thing that I would say is to enjoy the privilege of serving God, because there is nothing more rewarding, more beautiful, more important in life than to serve God, and to be called to be an elder, a deacon or a deaconess is an honor. It's a call that comes from God. It does not come from people, but God. Enjoy serving God because it's a tremendous privilege. Aurora Canals And for me, be supportive of your husband's ministry because it's also your ministry. If he succeeds, you also succeed. When we had the church in our basement, I was able to see Ramon leading people to Christ. It was a blessing to see those folks change their lives. It was just so amazing to see them coming from the world and becoming Christians. It was such a joy. Anthony Kent How important are elders, deacons, and deaconesses? How significant are they? Are they just dutiful servants in a local church, or are they more important than that? Ramon Canals. I believe they are very important because they have been called to prepare themselves at God's church for heaven. The service that they give to the church is valuable. They work with the pastor. They are a team with the pastor to give spiritual leadership to the church. And the church was organized for missionary purposes. This is why the church elects elders, deacons, and deaconesses. They are spiritual overseers of the church. Anthony Kent. So they're elected because they're trusted and respected? Ramon Canals. They are, yes, because of their character, because of who they are as people. And when the church elects them, it is because the church recognizes them as being called by God and gifted by God to serve in the church. What a tremendous privilege. It's just an amazing thing. These are very important positions. I had the privilege of serving as an elder as a young man. It's also a great responsibility. I knew that I needed to get into my Bible, that I needed to pray more, that I needed to be careful how I conducted myself. 
because I knew that people were also watching me and I could be a stumbling block for others if I did not behave appropriately. Anthony Kent. Ramon, when you were pastoring, in what areas did you train your elders, deacons and deaconesses? What did you really focus on in that training? Ramon Canals. That's a good question. I see myself as a trainer, educator, and empowering the leadership, the whole leadership of the church. When I came into the church, the pastor said, now you're a missionary. They asked me to be a Sabbath school teacher, an elder, and several other positions, but I was not trained. I had to learn on my own. When I became a pastor, I said to myself, this is not a good way of doing things. I decided to teach my elders and all the leaders of my church, all the things that I learned in college and university, such as how to study the Bible, the prophecies, church organization, the life and teachings of Jesus, homiletics, etc. Mrs. White says that every church should be a training center where people learn how to do things, how to serve, how to teach the Sabbath school lesson, how to give Bible studies, how to preach, how to work in the community. She says that very clearly. Every church is a training center. Anthony Kent. What's the ideal relationship between pastor, elders, deacons, and deaconesses? I'm seeing a real emphasis on the closeness of that relationship. A harmonious, cooperative, supportive relationship. Mutually supportive and one where the pastor trains. What else should characterize that relationship between pastor, elders, deacons, and deaconesses? Ramon Canals. I believe there needs to be a spiritual connection. There also needs to be a social connection where they all connect as servant leaders. A coaching component is also essential because training and equipping needs to happen. I think the elders need to work together with the pastor. When I was pastoring, the elders were my right hand and I consider them to be pastors. Anthony Kent. Pastors? Ramon Canals. Exactly. I would recognize them from the pulpit. It's important that the congregation sees elders as their spiritual leaders. I would say from the pulpit, these are your spiritual leaders. Sometimes, what happens when the pastor has a multi-church district, attendance can drop when the pastor is away at one of the other churches. This can be a trust issue. We also need to ensure that our elders are powerful preachers and well-respected by the membership. This is the only way elders can lead effectively. You can't lead in a congregation if you're not trusted. I remember this lady who was dying and she wanted to be anointed. There were some of the elders she didn't want at her anointing. When the pastor asked her why she didn't want some particular elders at her anointing, she said, this is my life we're talking about. Clearly it's important that elders be respected and trusted. I would like to see all elders trusted and respected. Aurora Canals. Ramon, there was another helpful thing you did when you were pastoring. Sometimes well-trained and competent elders were entrusted with further responsibilities like preaching, and you would invite them to preach in other churches. I can remember that this was very helpful to you in your ministry. Ramon Canals. One of the things I learned early in ministry is that the pastor cannot do it alone. 
We need to work as a team. I enjoyed ministering as a team with my elders, deacons, and deaconesses. We can do more when we work as a team, when everyone is involved in the church. That was my main goal. Anthony Kent, one of the significant initiatives of the global Seventh-day Adventist Church is, I will go. How do you see elders, deacons, and deaconesses being involved in, I will go? Ramon Canals, I will go is an initiative that excites me very much because it talks to me personally and elders, deacons, and deaconesses, they will go. We answered that invitation as individuals and said, I will go and invite others to go. Also, total member involvement is not just getting some individuals involved, but let's all get involved. The elders, deacons, deaconesses can do a lot with this initiative by being examples and by answering the call. This is a personal call to everyone. It's a call. A lot of people think that God needs us to finish the work, but he really doesn't. He wants us to be involved because it's for our own benefit. He wants us to grow spiritually. And the only way that we can grow spiritually is when we get involved in the mission of the church. When you share with other people, you grow spiritually. If we would humble ourselves before God and be kind and courteous and tender-hearted and pitiful, there would be 100 conversions to the truth where now there is only one. And so those five things, being humble, kind, courteous, tender-hearted, and pitiful, which means compassionate or merciful, if we have that alone, that's when God can use us as instruments. We don't have to know a lot, but just be humble and open to the leading of the Holy Spirit. I would say to any elder, deacon, or deaconess, stay humble, kind, and loving, allowing God to use you as an instrument. He's waiting for us to humble ourselves so that he can use us. Anthony Kent, what books or resources would you encourage elders, deacons, and deaconesses to acquire and read? Ramon Canals, that's a good question. I would have in mind Elders Digest, the Seventh-day Adventist Elders Handbook, and the Seventh-day Adventist Deacons and Deaconesses Handbook. But my number one favorite book is the Bible. That's where I get my inspiration and energy. This is where I get everything. The Bible. That's number one. Number two, The Spirit of Prophecy. I would recommend four books that have been very meaningful to me in my ministry. The Great Controversy, Steps to Christ, The Ministry of Healing, and Christian Service. And then besides that, I would say the Church Manual. Elders, deacons, and deaconesses need to know the Church Manual very well. Anthony Kent, is there a question that I haven't asked that you would like to have been asked? Is there something that's on your heart that you love to share? Ramon Canals, what's the most important characteristic of an elder? I would say the most important characteristic is to be a spiritual person, to be connected with God, to be in tune with the Holy Spirit. That's where everything comes from. And the second relates to character, to have integrity. But when he who had set me apart before I was born and who called me by his grace, 
was pleased to reveal his son to me, in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult with anyone. These verses reveal how the Apostle Paul regarded his calling. He was called by God. It's important for elders, deacons, and deaconesses to know that their call is from God. Their call is not from the pastor, the church, or any human. I think out of the whole interview, I think it's the most important thing, that they know that their calling is from God. For bibliographical and biblical references on this article and for much more content for elders and church leaders, please visit eldersdigest.org.